Welcome to Herman Legend with your hosts, Smartwatch, Neil and Chris, and Hobbs. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Urbane Legends, the internet's largest urban legend podcast by volume. Uh, I am the head of the rebranding of the Caucasus Mountains, Chris Flynn, and with me is a man who, because of this podcast, is collaborating with Charlie Brooker on the next series of Black Mirror. It is Mr. Neil Herbert. Hi, Neil. That's pretty big news. How you doing? It's not so bad, it's... is it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I am. Yeah. No, you know, big fan of Black Mirror. It's getting, gotten bigger and bigger. He's more spread in the States now. It's, uh, yeah. You know, so have you, met, have you met Charlie Brooker? No, he refuses to meet me. Okay, fair enough. That does, that does sound like sound like him. So do you, do you um, communicate through a third party or sort of via instant messenger? Well, ironically, it's through a kind of like a, a black mirror. So it's like a one-way oh, okay. communication. Apparently, the reason why he hired me is because it, he feels like he's gotten a bit middle-aged and a bit sort of, you know, like some of the, you know, he used to be very kind of like angry and kind of like that kind acerbic. of... Acerbic. Acerbic, you know. I know he's human, like... He's, he's he feels like lo- he's maybe mellowed out, you know. He's got a lovely like, wife and uh, kids and stuff. And he's, you he's know, quite doing really well, really successful. It feels like, uh, yeah, kind of like you know, he just lost that edge a little bit. So bitterness, he went, basically. Yeah, he brought, you know, he so, brought you in. He brought you in for the bitterness. Yeah, yeah. He partly just wanted, like you know, some someone bitter and pathetic, and just also somebody who was really anger-inducing. So like, you know, one of the most irritating people that, mm. that he could imagine. So apparently, well, he didn't think of the podcast and thought, yeah, that guy, get that guy in. So Lovely. he just, you know, I'm I'm not allowed to directly communicate with him, but. No. Um, you know, I you know, you just kind of you're quite misanthropic sort of... as well, aren't you? So yes, he, yeah. So probably quite like. I've got that. a lot of very objectionable opinions. I mean, they do sometimes. They'll you know they'll give me a newspaper article or, or something mm. or an essay, and then I have to kind of comment on it and say you know about my views. Um, yeah. So you know, basically, I tend to think of myself now as the, the co-writer of Black Mirror. I mean, I think you know that's good. If you got, if you um, can you tell us kind not of not credited as such or, or, or paid no. accordingly, I'll say that. But you know, no, but I mean, you you know, you've got to. Um... It's like with anything these days, isn't it? You've got to um, work thousands of hours for free before you kind of see anything potentially back from it. Well, it was it was more a kind of like you know the uh, the dole office had kind of made it quite clear that if I didn't go for this latest opportunity, then right. I would be cutting the be benefits. Cut, cutting but, yeah. benefits. Yeah, right. it was kind of you know. Well, yes, minimum wage. That's all right. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, you know, there's no what price can you put on experience. Well, precisely, as, yeah. As as every organisation tells young people these days. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I, th- I think I'll be I'll be climbing the ladder up to uh, you know, I yeah, could be, you know, irritating Ben Affleck next year or something. You know, wow. I mean, I think a lot of stuff does that, doesn't it? Um, That's probably true. Yeah. So, have you? Are you involved in the sort of outlines of any of the story? sort of the stories with new series have you got anything sort of really sort of interesting coming up like i don't know someone having a sexual affair with the tamagotchi yeah i mean i did i did i've sort of you know pitched a pitched a few stories that um the furbies take over yeah you know um that kind of stuff in it yeah i've I've not seen an emoticon that becomes sentient yeah that's good yeah uh adverts are so good they um make people into adverts themselves about yeah. the thing that they're advertising through subliminals 
adverts that you have to pay a subscription to see. Well, that because um, you're, you're so wedded to our capitalist society. That um, thing which we talked about in a previous episode of having augmented reality in your eyes, and then when you wake up in the morning, Elon Musk standing there in a towel, going, "Get up and grind." That would be quite a good yeah. one, wouldn't it? That would that would be good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the problem Are is you I mean, using a lot of stuff that we've talked about on here. Should I get? A, it, a it tends to well. You're not you're not getting. I mean, there's you know, there's barely enough for me to live off. To be honest, with you, what I'm getting, you know, I don't get any residuals, but. No. The problem is, I mean, a lot of the really dystopian stuff kind of already in the real world, isn't it? So, you know, yeah. we were talking about the metaverse earlier, and then, um, yeah, I mean, true. I mean, like you think about, or as we, like, or as we call it, um, we, um, what was it called? Like we, we place the we was it the Weverse or, or yeah, we mote so... we or no, we mote was the uh, controller, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but it was that crappy little lobby where you, um, Nintendo, and you, yeah, you on make Nintendo little... Wii, and that's basically what the metaverse looks like. Yeah, just a little little blobby man. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I'm, I'm just, here to. It's, it's here. not exactly Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson, is it? It's not exactly um, cool. Uh, hi guys, yeah, I've uh, I've moved us all onto the metaverse. Um, so if we could all uh, put on our headsets, which uh, the company's bought us, and we're going to talk about uh, child safeguarding whilst looking like little animated bricks. <laughs> and, and I noticed that you know we well, seem, seems to... inappropriate. Couldn't, couldn't afford to put anyone's uh, salaries up in line with inflation, but we're all wearing eight hundred yeah. pound headsets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've we've, we've had year a digital on... illusion. We're all here in real life. We're we're year on year actually over the last two years. Uh, we've lost twenty percent of our salaries, but um, yeah, we're we're all in for the for the weevolution. The, I'm going to call it the weevolution, the metalution. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. The metapocalypse. I mean, because we were both saying, aren't we? we we're both regretful early adopters of the uh, PSVR heads. Very regretful, yeah. Um, uh, mine one gathering dust on a specially constructed stand I bought from some cheap eBay thing. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. As as a as <laughs> as a cons as a constant reminder of, I don't know, like hubris. Well, it's just, it just feels, it's a bit like 3D, isn't it? It's just a bit shit in execution. It just, it's not I mean, great, all you're effectively doing is strapping two screens to your eyeballs and then going, wow, <laughs> it's like living yeah. in the blah. Mate, it's not like the Matrix, though, is it? Because no. you, know, you can't move around in infinite space. You're, you're um, bumbling around your living room. Yeah, that's the thing. It takes too much space up for people who live in apartments or flats, which is yeah. um, all of Europe. Um, none, none of which Charlie Brooker's wanted to turn into, uh, you know, that, that, that kind of blistering satire on VR. That, That's very know. good, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was, you know, the sort of um, points that anyone could make. I don't know why you would want to turn that in. Uh, what about one of those? I've, I'm just having a look around for ideas because that's what I tend to do. I've got um, one of those lucky uh, waving Chinese cats, um, and it's powered by. Uh, the sun, it's solar power, so it just waves all okay. the time. So um, maybe one of those becoming a warlord would that be something that Charlie Brooker might be interested in? I mean, I could, I can, I can try. It. Like I say, you've not been successful in my pictures so far, but I can, I can certainly try. Or yeah. you could always, you know, you, uh, certainly somebody there must be listening to the podcast to pick me out. So. Uh, an LED Christmas tree that steals your wife—that could be mm. one, couldn't it? <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, these are all these are all good. I mean, look, look, 
I mean, it's just throwing them out. Up a little bit. Out. Yeah, you just throwing, throwing out some ideas. Yeah. Just throwing out some ideas. Not sounding at all like Alan Partridge as he's doing his pitch <laughs> meeting in the BBC. <laughs> Michael Dennis, <laughs> you lunch. Um, how about uh, they decide not to make any more pencils because everyone uses digital, uh, and then there's a massive EMP, and then humanity loses uh, literacy. And then, and then the one man who who, stood, who hoarded all the pencils. Yeah, the pencil hoarder. Yeah, who who was once um, maligned Dick by the pencil man. Who was once who was once maligned by his local community. Yeah. Now he's the only man with the power of writing. Yeah, he's the only one who can communicate. <laughs> and until his deadly foe, the pen man, comes yeah, along. But, no, but um, but no, ironic, like very much like um, at the end of Planet of the Apes, he loses his one pencil sharpener. No, oh. <laughs> you damn fools! <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'd definitely send that one through to them. Quite um, two BR people. Yeah. That was more of a, uh, whatever it was called. What was that? What was that other Charlton Heston movie? He was in a lot of dystopian movies, Charlton Heston. Yeah, and, 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 and he aged, Green and um, Amiga aged, Man, which is great fun. He aged into quite a dystopian human being as yeah, well. Yeah, he certainly did. <laughs> so, there we Always go. had some fairly robust opinions. Yeah, old okay, well, thanks for thanks for letting us know. Um, will you will you update us when the new series is gonna gonna be out? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know too much about it at the moment. I'm kind of largely kept in the sort of uh, you know dark room. When I'm not making coffee and stuff for the staff, but uh, yeah, we'll see how many of my ideas get through. Lovely. So, yes, was there something troubling about the Caucus Mountains? Because I'm just curious as to why they're rebranding. Is this kind of like one of these? Um, like a sensitivity reader thing, like they have done with um, Roald Dahl recently, or is it? they're not. They're not like um, not considered a, an offensive term. No? The well, the, the Caucasus Mountains aren't offensive to the woke karate, if that's what you're asking. No, I just no, thought they were, they were a bit too big, and maybe you know, yeah, valleys might feel a bit, you know. No, well, what it's about is um, that you know, like when you think about skiing, Neil, what what mountain range do you think of? Alps. Yeah, probably the Alps. Yeah, and then possibly the upstart, the Rockies. Mm. Yeah, when you think about, oh, I don't know, like uh, mystery and uh, religious spiritualism, what mountain range do you think of? Would that be the Himalayas? It probably would be, yeah. And what do you think about when you think of the Caucasus Mountains? Um, exactly. Well... Okay. Exactly. No. A bunch of hardy horse faring folk knocking about many years ago. You're not thinking, yeah, exactly. So you're not nothing really. Yeah. So what? We're, so we get what we're trying to rebrand. We're trying to rebrand it because there's good ski in there. Um, there isn't. We're going to make up a new religion, which is going to be based there. Okay, that'll, that'll be good. Yeah. So and um, also we're going to get all of the sort of um, the like designer shops and that like they have in sort of aspen and we're gonna sort of nice. so we're gonna make it quite like affluence skiing you get you've got you know you you can do your you can do your designer shopping you can have your skiing your lovely at prey ski as well good quality hotels and also uh spiritual enlightenment all in all in one place so so that's the plan um do is it something that that you 
you'd like the sound of if you were planning on going on a ski trip to have all of those things in one place rather than um, having to jump between them? I sound a little bit, you know, um, you know, below the crust of that kind of activity. I'm not exactly the sort of person who welcomes in cloisters, but um, yeah. wherever that place is for the Royals go skiing. Um, I've been skiing once. It was quite good fun, but um, yeah, I'm you know I'm not really not really one for ski chalets and all of that. It's sort of you know, it's a bit expensive for me. But how do you feel about uh, extreme sports like uh, snowboarding? Oh, if I could if I could snowboard out of a helicopter down a mountain, that'd be pretty cool. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got plenty of uh, ex um, USSR surplus helicopters which we bought up from us like at a song from uh, Tajikistan, and um, we've got some of the most extreme slopes for your extreme sports sports uh, fan as well. So three X three X's in that extreme. There's five X's in it. Oh well, I was because I was going to say there's three. I, I would um, imagine you'd want to probably get Vin Diesel involved. I don't know if you ever saw he was the star in a movie. Back triple in, X or whatever. Triple X, and then the uh, the sequel, Star Ice, Ice Cube. Cube, and then they did a third one which had both of them in. Wow. Well, Ice Cube turns up at the end and kind of like nods respect to Vin Diesel or something. Oh, okay. I'm quite no, sure not, that was I've, all about. I've not seen any of them films. I've seen all three. I've got absolutely no shame or, or <laughs> anything to do with my life. Yeah. Are they are they in the Fast and the Furious universe? It's. I mean, I don't know explicitly that they are. I mean, I'll say they're very, very much. I've not. I've not really seen. I saw. I can't remember the fifth or the sixth one of those Fast and Furious movies. I think it's all right. Well, you have to I watch just... them from the beginning so you can understand the law. Yeah, like that. <laughs> no, I I saw the first one and I saw like oh, again. I can't remember if it was the fifth or the sixth. There was a. I just remember there was this interminable bit where they were all like driving down this. Um, like like a, kisses at a each plane. Other. Yeah, yeah, it's very homoerotic. But no, they were all they were uh, like driving after a plane because that's what you do—you mm. go after it with a car, wouldn't you? And it, this um, air, airport must have had a, like about a twenty-mile track because it was yeah. just going on for like, a jumps. hour or something. Yeah. Um, hey, it was pretty yeah. extreme, though. Well, the thing with the Caucasus Caucasus Mountains is there's no speed limits now, so beautiful. Uh, you can you can Tokyo drift your way through the mountains as well. The thing is, like, I feel like currently a lot of the um, a lot of the kind of ski resorts at the moment, or that 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 kind of uh, area of hospitality, are quite quite heavily policed. And okay. so, and so we're some more like, radical kind of subversive. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that as much. So if you want to go and you know buy a Chanel suitcase and then eat at a five star restaurant and stay in an eight star hotel, that's absolutely fine. You can do that, but go the next valley along. And if you want to fire an RPG at a bear, you can do that as well. Can you hunt the most dangerous game, man? Really? I don't. I don't. Well, let's just say there's nothing on the statute Ooh. books yet to say that you can't. Let's okay. just say that. that could be a, that could be a promising. Uh, yeah, do you see what I mean? We're, we're, we're trying to cater to anyone with money. Yeah, to whatever no, no, no matter how demented their desires, no matter yeah. what their tastes are. So, um, yeah. well, that's always a surefire winner. Come to Caucasus and cause carnage. That's going to be one of the one of the <laughs> advertising <laughs> things that we're going to do, or. Um, uh, oh, can't we might be morally bankrupt, but you can't <laughs> afford to come here if you're bankrupt. Yeah, exactly. 
yeah, stuff like that. Um, uh, couture at the Caucasus, that kind of thing. Mm. You know, like so, you aim the adverts at different people um, using internet algorithms, depending what what kind of stuff they look at. Yes. Yeah. So um, one man's psychopath is another man's. So we're, we're hoping we're hoping to get it to get kind of the phase one completed by 2025 and then for the whole thing to be completed by 2030. Mm. Um, hopefully by then, um, Russia will have opened up as well, because obviously at the moment, difficult to get to the Caucasus. Yeah, so, that's, so, that's but, one slight flaw in the timetable. Well, the good thing but... about having a dictator is that you can get these large infrastructure projects done. Yeah, and they'll get them done on time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, fucking want to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, quite right. Exactly. money for these things. You want result. Yep, you get that hotel built or you become part of the hotel's foundations. Quite yeah. simple. Um, Support it one way or the other. Lovely. So that was all good stuff, Neil. Um, so well, this week... Certainly something. <laughs> so this week, I'm going uh, to do like a weird one, which I discovered the other day. Ooh. And it's a kind of... Uh, Neil, which... What's your favourite type of uh, Italian food? Mm, I'd say a nice lasagna. Would you? Because I'd say mine was creepy pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Still pasta-based, though, wasn't it? (laughs) 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 So today we're going to look at a creepy pasta from earlier on in the timeline. Um, we've not done too much creepy pasta, have we? We've, we've, we've delved into it a little bit. Mm. We tried to be purists for a while, but we're, I think we're just going to end up having to dive more into it. There's like, no, I mean, it's just because I like the sound. out there. I'm, I like the sound of this. So, because um, okay. I was looking at a non creepy pasta and then I saw this and thought, actually, that's probably, probably this is more, better. Yeah, probably yeah, better. Fair um, so, we are looking on a wiki called. Mm, um, so- so what is what's the what's the uh, the Obs- urban myth, Chris? Obscurban Legends Wiki, Ooh. and it is the urban myth of the camera heads. Ooh, yeah, provocative title, camera heads. And so, if you want to find the, this website, it's a uh, ob- obscurban. So O B S C U R B A N legends.fandon.com and uh, that has covered us legally. Probably, I don't know. I don't know. You know what the legal? Neither is there anything about copyright law or any of the rest of it. So fair usage. Just claim fair use. Yeah, even though we're not American. So this article was written by no one. Excellent. So camera heads. Uh, here's a bit. Here's well, that's quite spooky. It start off with, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Written, it was written by Chat GPT. Um, I mean, it could, yeah, could well have been. It's conceivable, isn't it? Could well have been. It's impossible or, to or tell will the be difference. will in about three weeks. Yeah. Well, this podcast is done by ChatGPT, isn't it? We don't yeah. actually exist anymore. Well, no. We were hoovered up by uh, the CIA. Um, yeah. So it's got a little... Renditioned th- into a nice little black site. Lovely. It's got um, a little thing here, like, so it says background. It's like a... Um, a bullet point thing, sort of like a playing card, like a top trump. Oh, okay. So, uh, background. So, type, uh, phenomena, so phenomenon, I guess. Uh, okay. Continent, 
several, country, several, one time, no. This is reasonably insufferable presentation. Theories, human surveillance system, lost media, and internet legend. Very much like you, Neil. Mm. The lost media bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so. I'm very much the DVD of podcasters. Mm. Possibly HD DVD, if you want to. I'd say that you're the MIDI disc of um, yeah. internet media. Sony so, Discman. That was good, Sony Discman. No, what was the um, what was that little one they had? It was like a digital tape. Yeah, that's. They had like a yeah the MIDI disc. Reef did the uh, soundtrack, but yeah, I think mid- MIDI disc. Was it MIDI disc? Was it mini- yeah. or MIDI disc? That was it, MIDI disc. So, camera heads are said to be humans or human-like entities. Mm. Uh, And they have had a camera implanted into the inner nerves of their eyes. (laughs) I could see this this catching on. As such, they are walking surveillance systems, although to what end is unknown. (laughs) Uh, Perfect, I would imagine. Do you reckon Inspector Gadget was a camera head? Well, he was kind of a bit of a cyborg, wasn't he? Because he probably did have a camera eye and like he had an umbrella coming out of his skull, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, when people talk about cyborgs, they talk about, you know, Robocop. They'll talk about yeah. you'll have an you'll have an argument with someone whether the Terminator was a cyborg or not, because although he was a robot, he did have human skin. Does that make him a cyborg? Yeah, you know, that's yeah, inside out rather than yeah. Um, what other famous cyborgs can we think of? Um, I mean, there's there's lots in Marvel and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you've got all of the kind of like um, dead 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 lot, like the cyberpunk novels and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but what makes you a cyborg? Because like my uncle, Doctor No, he had metal hands. My uncle's got um a aluminium joint. Does that make him a cyborg? Well, this is the other one, because there's a, there's a guy at the University of Reading, and he's implanted, like, various electronic bits inside himself to, you know, cause himself a cyborg. Like, he's got a, you know, because, you know, if you're a mug, you'd have to walk around with an ID card. Yeah. He's just implanted a chip under his skin. Oh, an RFD chip or whatever. Yeah, you know. There you go. He can get in and out of his office. Not a problem. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's more, you're not not really a practical application. It's more of a just. A kind of like, they've you know. got yeah. There's like places like these kind of like futurist places. I remember watching a documentary because I do um, about like a uh, software company in Stockholm or something in Sweden where they've mm-hmm. all got like RFD chips, so you know to to log into their computers and do all that kind of stuff. I mean. So it, it kind of, I don't know, it just seems a bit pointless. I think a fingerprint would probably be, well, I suppose, I suppose it's less... Uh, yeah, well, you'd type your hackable. password. Like yeah, password. but someone could crack that, couldn't they? Yeah, but someone could cut an RFD chip out of your arm. Well, they'd cut it to. out of your arm, though, don't they? Yeah, Yeah, but they can't cut a password out of your brain. Well, no, they just guess that you, you'd done password one, two, three. <laughs> well, shut up, Neil, you're not meant to tell everyone. <laughs> I'm going to be a wife. So, um, right, so... They are best known as the antagonists of an early creepypasta, which mm. has subsequently lost, and I believe since found. Oh, okay. The pastas... This seems to happen quite a lot with these, doesn't it? Well, I think that it's a lot probably of they're them... all on some, like, 
something so, awful for them or a full chan board or yeah like yeah that. that's exactly it and then and then people kind of remember it and try and find it and it's gone because like it was just on yeah. some small See, website keeping track of that shit yeah. and then they have to kind of use the wayback machine or whatever to try and which dig may it or may not have stored it yeah it's a bit hit yeah. and miss so the pasta slash ARG I don't know what that is an ARG oh that's an augmented reality game so this is where people um We'll have to do one of these one day. There's quite an interesting one. Um, what, to, to, to play it or to talk about it? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, talk about it. Oh, that planet might be interesting. But um, no, so, so this is where people, they they put out something and it's kind of like, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, there was a famous example where they did a load of adverts or something. I think it was in San Francisco, but it, the whole thing was basically, you know, masterminded by some chap. It was an augmented reality game. But yeah, it's, yeah, you know. So it's stuff it? that it's stuff that you read on the internet, and then you have to go and look at it in real life or something. Yeah, or people, I don't know, you can put stuff in real locations, or maybe mm. put an advert in the papers, or I, I mean, yeah, there's various ways you can do it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. So the pasta slash ARG is partially found with the discovery of one of the associated YouTube videos, and the first posts are preserved on the slash x slash Nopedia wiki. Don't know what Fair that enough. is either. Nope. So, Aperion. Aperience? Oh, that's a new word I'm using, Aperience. Yeah, that's because your camera eye is... That's that's function, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. it is my functioning, yeah. I've got um, I've got vinegar in it. Yeah, um, well, that'll happen. Well, yeah, exactly. Give those some eyeballs nice, a Having some nice fish and chips, get a bit of vinegar in your eyes. Um, so, they are described to be similar to Slender Man in behaviour stalking their victims with vague, malefic intent. Supposedly, camera heads predate Slender Man, although no mention of them exists before 2009. In some recollection... Huh? I don't know when Slender Man started. No, I don't It would have been around the same time, I would have thought. In some recollections, the camera heads appear outwardly human, perhaps even unwittingly serving as surveillance. So it could be that they've been... Uh, had a bag put over their heads, taken off the street, had cameras put in their eyes and back out, and I think they've just had a bit of a night out. It's probably like an Amazon thing, isn't it? Bezos is just doing some testing amongst the populace. Mm. Almost you certainly. Know, he's, he's moved on from cattle now, and uh, yeah, he's inserting surveillance devices into people. Certainly. I mean, that's how that microphone got where it did when I had to go to surgery, Chris. When you what? Go, go to a and that's where that how that microphone got where it did when I had to go into A and E. Oh right, yeah, because you fell yeah. off a ladder. You fell off a yeah, ladder fell off a ladder onto a well, yeah. Well, I mean, somebody put it out there as like a surveillance thing yeah. on a ladder, which and you were protecting the you of course protected the microphone from humidity well, by by putting a condom over it, hadn't you? Yeah, as anyone would. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just to keep it nice and keep the humidity out. An accident. Well, it's you know, it's a lot of a lot of sound engineers. You know, don't ask them, but they would agree that that's the best way to do it. So, um, in other accounts, the camera forms the whole head. <laughs> See, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, yeah just like a like big a Polaroid big camera coming out of their head. Yeah, <laughs> big Polaroid that kind of that'd be good, wouldn't it? So, like um, to express emotion, it does a Polaroid picture out of where its like mouth would be, and it'll have like a smile or a frown on it or something. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, if you could communicate via the, the photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be... Um, yeah, because that's what I'm for. But I would say harder to be a kind of covert surveillance uh, 
Yeah, unless yeah, you're like a, unless you're a Burning Man or something, like where yeah. I assume people dress up and crazy. Like that. Yeah, probably. Do you want to go to Burning Man, Neil? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, meet some interesting characters. Lovely. I mean, I suppose um, it's like a lot of these things, isn't it? It would depend on how off your face on drugs you were. Mm. I mean, pretty but, insufferable if sober, I would imagine. Yeah, like that festival we went to, and I was off my face on drugs, and it was still insufferable. Yeah, and I was very sick, so I couldn't even drink, and it was, yeah, not great. So, um, one recollection stated that they were biomechanical. So, well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, exactly. Camera for a fucking head. What do you reckon? He might be biomechanical. Well, it might be all mechanical. Yeah, I know, but I've seen his penis. Um, It could be an organic camera. Okay, an eyeball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, most of it's found in nature, isn't it? It's famous mm. daffodils are cameras. Um, yep. So, lost creepypasta. Of perhaps more interest than the creatures themselves is the origin of their origin in the creepypasta, which preceded Smile Dog and Jeff the Killer, both being circulated on slash X slash Enopedia, the wiki for 4chan. See, here's where I here's where I get. Um, this is it is the chance? Is, I'm, no, get, well, we, you know, we those are the chance. Well, no, we won't get into the chance. But um, no, this is what I don't like about from this creepypasta. Like, I mean, none of that sentence made any sense to me. <laughs> like, what was that? Jeff the dog and smile. The... Smile dog and Jeff the killer. So they were obviously famous creepypastas. I've heard of smile dog. No, I never heard of dog that smiles. A gorgeous smile. Had a lot of work done. Had its had its dog teeth ground down in Turkey and had crowns put on. But what's what's relevant about just naming two other memes? Well, because anyway. they're very famous and okay. they're probably considered very early sort of well known creepy pastors. Fair enough. So it was on the paranormal boards of the Four Chance, uh, circa two thousand and nine. Wow, Neil, two thousand nine. Do you remember those Ooh, days? It's got some history. Oh, tell me it's about got some it. lineage. This one. That it existed at this time is proven due to the Wayback Machine saving a screenshot of the X-Wiki, which included an active link to a page named Camera Heads under its Creepypasta index. However, the Wayback Machine did not save the contents of the page itself. Oh, we can't know what was on there. So so the Wayback Machine, what is it? Like hit and miss? Yeah, it it just... I think it just randomly like um, tries to store things, but also I think they can be. I mean, depending yeah. on how the image is hosted, I imagine it won't always pick up these things. Mm. Like cause sometimes you can embed an image, can't you? But it's actually being hosted elsewhere and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know the technology it uses to back these things up, but yeah, it's. Um, yeah, I wonder if it has difficulties with the sort of image boards. Maybe. Yeah, and also I don't know whether it actually like backs up an image and makes an image of the image or just takes the links. Or maybe or maybe they just made the correct decision not to do backups of all the chats. Yeah. You know. So reasonable. So users on the slash X and Reddit threads have since tried to recover the relatively obscure pasta so far to no avail. Ironically, it was in the wiki's bullshit section alongside Senderman, Niburu, and Smile Dog and the Grifter stories, which had then been posted to the point of oversaturation. I was, I was waiting for them. What was ironic about that? But yeah, okay, I get the point. 
the fact it, that it was oversaturated and now you can't find it. Yeah. Yeah. It was also under the category videos, lending credence to the reports of the Creepypasta's multimedia presentation. Ooh. Some have gone as far to characterise the stories as one part of a broader ARG. Yeah, so again, that's that augmented what's it, isn't it? Yeah. But um, you can see how these things... It's like a very fun game. You can't no. actually find anything. No, walking around with, like, a cardboard box on your head with, like, a pie lid stuck to the front going, I'm a cameraman. Uh, of course you are, mate. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, we're all having fun here. Yeah. I remember my first pint. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get off the bus here now, actually. <laughs> As a whole citizen, I am a camera boy. All right. <laughs> Does your mum know you're out? The thing is, with stuff like this, is if you were very online, you know, like you're a teenager or whatever at this yeah. point, or you're on the, you can see how like trying to find stuff like this is really interesting to you. Yes, you know, kind of like how, kind of like sort of urban legends in real life, because the internet because when 2009 like i was what 27 so i wasn't very i wasn't like very online i was very down the pub really and yeah very, very in a band um so i didn't spend huge amounts of time online um i was just more into drinking to be honest um or if i was online it was on line wire illegally downloading stuff to listen to um, but if you're really into all of these kind of chat rooms and stuff, you can go, oh, yeah, I can remember that. And then you're trying to find it. And then like yeah. it looks like it's sort of been removed. You know, you can kind of see how people get into this kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, um, but yeah, it's just it's weird what what becomes kind of like. Um, oh, it doesn't sound like it was. I mean, just <clears throat> well, I suppose they said it was oversaturated, but they didn't sort of explain the initial phenomenon or kind of like why it became famous in the first place, but then maybe nobody really remembered. You know, it's yeah. like why was Dancing Baby such a big hit? Because of Ali McBeal. Well, well, no, but that was what that was what. Um, what they yeah they got it off the internet. You know, that, but... it, it became you know got an Ali McBeal because it had become so huge. I mean, yeah, that kind of made it a wider audience. Anyway, I'm watching a new series. Um, you know, like I like to watch sort of quite bad series sometimes, like in the background, but there's mm. like quite a lot of them, yeah. like sort of procedurals. Uh, yeah. I'm watching one with the guy who played Biscuit in Ali McBeal in it. Um, he's not the main character, but it's called Numbers. But the I've e, heard of that. Uh, the uh, it's the number three is there instead of an E. And yeah. uh, what is a Take a guess, right? What what kind of... Because you know, like, all of these sort of cop things where you've got, like, someone who's not a cop or whatever. Yeah, so he's autistic, now, obviously. No, no, he's not autistic. Oh, okay, fair enough. No, but basically, he there's a guy who's solves loads of crimes using maths theory. Yeah. Yeah. Probability. Probability, yeah. Like, different... Yeah, I've done a quadratic equation. You yeah. Killed it's it's yeah. pretty much, yeah, pretty much that kind of stuff. It's all right. <laughs> I've solved this crossword puzzle. Yeah, this Sudoku proves that <laughs> uh, that there's going to be a terrorist attack. I, mean, I started um, watching Columbo again, which I really enjoyed, but I mean, it wouldn't be any more flimsy than some of his, like, you know. Yeah. At the end of every Columbo episode, it should be like, well, fair enough, but uh, well, this one's... Talk. <laughs> good fucking luck with the case out of that one. <laughs> this one's um 
It's done by, it's produced by the Scott brothers. Okay. Tony and Ridley. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, and it's quite, like the opening bit's quite funny. Um, sorry, I'm going off a bit of a tangent, but fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the opening bit's quite funny because um, it's a, it's almost like they're trying to convince the audience. They like they they think that the audience don't know what maths is or whatever or yeah, something. And at the start, it's like you know, like doing like the opening credits, and it's like the voiceover going. You know, we use maths. Maths isn't just equations on paper. We use maths every day. <laughs> to build bridges. No, yeah, no, but no, it's like that. We use math every day. Um, for predicting the weather, for telling the time, for handling change, and the, those are the only three things it gives. <laughs> I was going to like mockingly say, yeah, it's just like you know, for adding up that, that what you spend in a store. Yeah, be a yeah. really, really ridiculous example. That's unbelievable. For, count, for counting rice. Yeah. <laughs> for weighing, no, well, it was just really, up numbers, so you know just, how much of it is. It's just really funny because it feels like the show's trying. To, it feels <coughs> like the, it's trying too hard, to, like in the opening thing, yeah. because people will go, uh, "What? He solves things with math? I don't know what that is." <laughs> but you use math to tell the time. Oh, I suppose I do. Maybe I will give this a go. <laughs> <laughs> It's all, it's watchable, mate. It's watchable. Uh, it's all yes. it's, a, it's one of those ones where you can kind of stick on while you're doing whatever else. So, back to the story. Yes, yeah. In 2020, a 4chan user oh discovered what appeared to be one of the videos from the original story stop slash ARG slosh slash ARG. The video titled "Camera Heads" was uploaded in 2009 by a username. Uh, Kotyakov, this being the channel's only upload to date. And there's a little still of it there, and it looks like uh, sort of black and white grainy and looks a bit like a cross between the uh, mask in Scream and, uh, you know, you get those um, smiley face potato. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, I the can't remember what you called them. McCain smiles or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's like cross between that and the thing from screen. Okay. That's <laughs> why I can describe it. So the description reads, weird video I captured from a mini DV I found in a gully near my house. So this is meant to be found footage, I guess. Ooh. The video features mostly static with a faint image. Towards the end, a figure with a smiling, mask-like face emerges from the static and quickly recedes. At the time of writing, the uploader has not responded to comment querying the video's link to the creepypasta. The earliest accessible threads on the online 4chan archive are from 2014, and this appears to be when the story's status as lost media was first realised. As anonymous posters queried where the ex-Nopedia page had gone. Borchan archive for the ex-boards between the years 2007 and 2008 do not show any results for camera heads. Both the ex-Nopedia wiki page and the YouTube video first appeared in 2009, making this the likely origin of the past star. Incomplete archives exist for 2009 of the 4chan export where another copy of the story might exist. 
There are also incomplete archives from the separate ex Anopedia sanctuary chain where the story may have originated. It has been noted that many creepypasta uploaded on the ex Anopedia were OC, making it entirely possible that the only copy of the complete story was on the wiki and thus lost completely. I mean, it's it's a tragedy how much buying oh. material has been lost, but it's not exactly the Library of Alexandria, is it? I mean... <laughs> no. God, can you imagine what kind of stuff was in there? I don't know. I to think. No, I mean the Library of Wasn't Alexandria. Wasn't 4chan one of the worst of the chans as well? Well, so 4chan's were... So it started like 2chan, which was a Japanese thing. And then so that guy made 4chan. And then... He sold that and then made 8chan and now it's 8coon because no uh, edgy boys. Well, it's um, a pretty bunch of, yeah, the like uh, early alts edge lords or whatever. Because mm. it all started on something awful. No, I think they, they all boiled out of that. Yeah, quite possibly. Goons, as they used to call them. I think they're still go- a going concern, actually. But the, um, I read somewhere, actually, the guy who originally started that start, I think he ended up, he died or killed himself or something. I'm not quite sure that. But... What? Something awful? Yeah, low tax Richard Kianka or whatever the guy's name was. He um he was one one of those original. I mean, they used to read that every so often back in the day, about like two thousand and four or something like that. But um, it was what like it was back when you know, you had about like a dozen kind of like big sites that just came out of nowhere when the internet was still quite sort of wild west. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never really delved into the forums. It was all a bit sort of like insular and kind of like in jokey. Yeah, well, that's where um. Robert Evans of Behind the Bastards slash journalism sort of got into internet culture when he was because he's a bit younger than us. Yeah. Um, so, reported memories of the story's contents are mostly vague, with the exceptions of the conceit, which all accounts agree on. A man discovers a torn backpack and books while walking. He searches the backpack, finding a tape a broken camera, and a letter that said, I killed a camera head. Okay. The character investigates further, but finds out he's being stalked by creatures called the camera heads. The character slowly descends into madness as he looks further into what the camera heads are. An additional detail is that the tape the protagonist discovers contains memories from the camera heads of what it saw. So that's the story. So it's like proper. So it's like a proper urban myth, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not a lot to it, is it? It's kind of like um, so someone like some someone well, said. I'm still, that I'm still they not found... getting what these camera heads are actually up to because, like, um, well, that's not for you to know, Neil. <laughs> maybe, maybe you want to uh, keep your nose out of other people's business. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's. Do you know what I mean? Like, why, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to go telling everyone, gossiping, yeah. gossiping around the playground or whatever you do. Put it down all a, over 25chan or whatever. Yeah, you'll be a, you're down a bingo flapping your jaw. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what you're like? Any, anything to upstage Dorothy. Dorothy, so, yeah. Uh, uh, no, she, she won't shut up about her divorce, will she? Ruling girl a bingo with an iron fist. She won't shut up about that. I can say. That, Trying to shut up about that Turkish waiter she met out in uh, Isimar. Uh, Sends him money. Um, so... <laughs> At her age as well. 
know. No better than she ought to be. Yeah. I remember she said to me, oh, you're mutton dressed as lamb. And I said to her, hmm, at least I've been lamb. You've always been mutton. Yeah. Takes one to know one lamb. <laughs> so... Uh, memories of the original pasta have compared it to the novel House of Leaves, which was about a tree man. <laughs> um, presumably in reference to that book's similar multimedia presentation and multi-layered epistolary narrative. Okay. I, d- I don't know what epistolary means, Neil. I'm going to fess up. Do you? You're a you, no, you've, you've no, read every I don't book actually. in the world. Something to do with epistles, I would imagine. Uh, I'm going to look it up because learning's fun. Oh, just in the form of letters. The form of letters. Book about books. There you go. Lovely. Uh, The narrative of the pasta appears straightforwardly similar to the novel in which a young male protagonist discovered discarded cryptic documents which invoke an evil presence into his life. In October 19th, 2020, Lost Media Wiki user Marnan005 discovered an an archived link uh, of the recent changes section of the Xenopedia via archive site archive.is. It was through this that they discovered an RSS feed of edits to the pages for camera heads, which contained a full transcript of the initial post that began the story, but it did not contain any details made beyond it. Interestingly, the archive page seemed to uh, contradict much of the available information related to the story, claiming that only one post and YouTube video were made related to the story before the initial poster went silent, as opposed to many people's claims of there being a large number of posts and supplementary material created. So it sounds like people going, oh, there was loads about it, but actually it's like yeah. Mandela effect. Yeah, or they're making it up. Well, just making it up. Bit of fun, aren't they? Yeah, no, lots, was... lots of fun on the chance. Do you remember we were all talking about camera? Not really. <laughs> yeah, no, it was all the rage. Yeah, no, I'm I'm busy being. I'm busy. Oh yeah, no, definitely, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it's really. I'm busy being recruited by a Nazi. Uh, Don't have time to talk about camera heads. Um, It's currently. I'm 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 busy. uh, The election been stolen. I'm busy. uh, You're sitting around talking about fucking camera heads. I'm I'm busy. Ironically, being turned on by a transsexual cat man. Uh, (laughs) It is. Have you, heard about, have you heard about that? No, no. It's like on the chans and stuff. It's like that because you know, like it's all like owning people or whatever. It's like um people dressing up so convinced like twinks dressing up so convincingly as like sexy cat women that they manage to get other to get heterosexual men to think they're in a relationship with them. <laughs> So really weird. Fair enough. Well, so it's a hobby, isn't it? Mm. So the whole thing is the whole—they don't know what they're doing, really. You ring your mum and you know, what would you do this weekend, Fred? <laughs> just I'll just a sexy a... cat. Got some <laughs> owned some nerve. <laughs> okay. Thought about getting out a bit more. Yeah. Have you have you have you thought about maybe there's other reasons why you're doing this? Uh, it's currently unclear. I'm not going to try it, Chris. Well, who says that I haven't? The, the surging power you feel when you get someone to fall for your sexy cat. 
<laughs> I mean, uh, it, you know, it starts like that, and then the next thing we know, Andrew Lloyd Webber writes a musical about it, and then we've got that awful film. <laughs> Do you reckon that's, you know, that's what James Gordon was doing? Ja- James oh, Gordon was, was a he was sexy in. cat or whatever. Oh, God, he was sexy, wasn't he? Wow. Oh. Beautiful. That's what I wanted, yeah. A bear cat. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. A, a really unpleasant bear cat. Yeah. So it's currently... I can't believe he broke America anyway. No, what was that Good about? Good luck to him, I suppose. He wasn't it people in England didn't even like him particularly. They liked, uh, they liked... liked Gavin and Stacey, didn't they? Yeah, which which he, is... which he, he, he co-wrote. Was act... yeah. Oh yeah, he did co-wrote that, yeah. Yeah, to be fair. With Bruce Williams, yeah. Um, which is which is which is all right. Um, it's good. It's good. It's a nice yeah. program. Yeah. No problems. But um, yeah, I don't know how. how well, the rest of his oeuvre, not such a fan of. No. Yeah. Uh, Horn and Corden, they did a sketch show uh, that was very bad. Yeah, it was fairly laugh free, and they did like didn't they do some terrible Brit movie as well, or Britcom or whatever you want to call it? Oh, he did a thing called the Wrong Vampire Mans. Vampire Lesbian Killers or something. Yeah, and he did a thing called the Wrong Man's, which wasn't particularly good, but did have um, uh, Benedict Wong in it. Oh, okay. Always got time for. Yeah, I think, yeah. Me too. I mean, personally, you know, uh, twenty stories high. When it was that stories one high. Was awesome, but yeah, he's he's old. He's old, big he's in Hollywood, massive, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's um, Marvel. I forget, forget the uh, character he plays in one of them Doctor Strange movies. Yeah, and well, yeah, he's he's been there. Very good luck good. to him. Yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah, good Manchester lad. Um, so it is, it is anyway, back to the cameraman. It is currently unclear <laughs> if this inaccuracy is part of the Xenopedia or those giving reflections to the story. I mean, I'll say this about this tale, Chris. It's yeah. a lot more about file service than a lot less about And then I wrenched the Wayback Machine <laughs> and searched for the period between 2006 and 2013. It's, it's, and a, it, it's a lot about archiving protocol, to be fair. And potential and potential is, gaps within. This is my slight issue with a lot of this creepy pattern <laughs> stuff. You know, there's a, like a vague concept. Of something what do you want? It's bit, internet. You know... it's, it's nerdy internet stuff. It's going to be about oh. fucking archives. So I'm just say there's, there's a lot more terrifying shit on the internet than this. Anyway, well, look, bloke with a head with a Polaroid. That and yeah, that's and... nice as a promising concept. Just work it up a bit and stop talking about fucking. He killed servers. it. He killed one. Exactly. Oh, hear a bit more about that then. No, you don't know. I don't want. No, no that's no. not. You're focusing on the wrong thing. It's about the wayback machine. <laughs> yeah, okay. Back, so back early to the leads. Machine. Early leads. As of 2020, the camera heads of Pasta had not been rediscovered. Several leads have been oh. recovered in the search. Some more valuable than others. A character called Camera Head appears in the critically panned third Hellraiser film. This character has a camera visibly inserted in his face. Well, that's that's presumably well, just a centibite. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to do that to the paparazzi. How about you? Now? Oh, but hang yeah. on a second. So, what like, well, firstly, right, yeah. that would have been before 2009. Would it? Well, I'm going to look this up. Yeah, if you fucking want. Well, you're going way back, yeah. machine. Well, you can't anymore. No, you've been go, banned. You go on Google. Yeah, 92. Okay. Fucking ninety two. However, however, the film's plot and the character role in it bears no resemblance to the creepy pasta deal. So yeah. there you go. So why yeah, bring it up? 
Yeah, well, if you, just let me, if you just let me finish the sentence, then you wouldn't have had to, you know, get all callous on your nice No nutritional dancers, value to that sentence, Chris. Your nice, your nice dancer's no, fingers. Nothing I could grip onto. Just an unrelated red herring about a... A scrapped fucking enemy. year old horror movie that wasn't enemy, really good. A scrapped... En- well, you'll like this one. A scrapped enemy design from the game Manhunt was called Camhead and possessed a giant cameras for heads. The game was released some years before the pasta, making it a possible source for inspiration, even though it was scrapped. Yeah. I mean, Another video game with camera head like enemies is The Evil Within 2, which released many years later. While it's possible this creature called Obscura was based on the pasta, it may also simply be a coincidence. The creature is depicted as much less humanoid than others, being a mass of mutilated flesh with a distended camera neck. Creatures called Things appear in the creepypasta-based web series Everyman Hybrid. These are described as normal-looking humanoids with cameras for eyes. Because of the series' basis in creepypasta content from the exact time of the camera head pasta, it's entirely possible that that these things were based on a story, although the show's creators have not confirmed this. And... Paul Strong Jr., an artist based in Seattle, produced an art project called... I don't know how these are early leads. Um, <laughs> it's an it, it's just a bunch of unrelated information. Do you know what else wasn't um, something to do with camera heads? Rambo 3. Wasn't it? Well, or, or, or was it, Chris? Or was Rambo a camera head? Yeah. A secret military operation. Produced an art project that's called why, That's how he could eat things that would make a billy goat puke. That's it. Oh, here we go. Now that is interesting. So you know we've jumped we've jumped down their throat here, but Paul Strong Jr., the artist based in Seattle, produced an art project called Camerahead, circa two thousand and eight, the same period when the pass was most popular. The okay. project was a condemnation and reminder of state surveillance apparatus in the form of increasing CCTV. Stronghead actors wandered the streets wearing suits with giant CCTV cameras for heads. And it's possible that it forms some inspiration for the group So I think the other thing as well is that cameras uh, record and see, like, record stuff that's there, yeah. and your and your eyes do that, and it's not a big leap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To to equivalent to make an equivalence between eyes and cameras. Yeah. I think that's and, possible. And I could, at the start of this whole thing, I was more thinking this is where people were having something like implanted into their eyeball or whatever. Yeah. Rather than having a camera for a head. We seem to be... Well, that's both. Okay. So, um, possible explanations, Neil. For what? I lost creepypasta. (laughs) Um, A misremembering amalgamation of different content. A real cryptid entity or form of government slash alien surveillance, brackets, highly unlikely, a minority yep. position has formed and shakes the view that camera heads are real and that the supposed creepy pasta is a disinfo campaign by an invested third parties. What a surprise that was uh, thought of on the chance. So yeah, that's Nick, what you do, isn't it? You'd, you'd uh, you know you yeah. corrupt the wayback machine. Well, it's easy. Throw people off the scent. So Neil, that's camera heads for you. Are they real? Are they not? Do they have big Polaroid heads and uh, sick up emotions in the form of uh, a Polaroid picture? 
which you have I to mean, wait a little the while to that see. we've come up with is kind of got more material in it than the than the actual. <laughs> well, I just feel like we spent a lot of time talking about the Wayback Machine there. I'll be honest with you, but hey. Well, but it's you know it's an intriguing little premise. I mean, I like the idea. It's something. I, just, I didn't. I it's don't feel like though. a camera. Yeah. It's something. Know. So, uh, you know, or is it people that, are, you know, could we be camera heads? Could we be being used right now? Could we have at some point, probably on a drunk night out where we've blacked out? We're on the same, aren't we? Woken up the next day, not You're remembered. Being recorded. You're but being we, could have, right we could have been whipped away to a lab and had stuff put in our eyes that we're not aware of and the cameras. I mean, I don't... I'll be honest, the government's probably wasted a bit of money putting it in my eyes unless they yeah. want to see, like, my cats or, you know, me uh, in uh, violent sexual congress with myself, then there's not really much to, not really much to kind of... Um, well, I've heard certain, certain branches of the government are extremely keen on that. I've heard that um, it's a, an off-the-book black ops paid for yeah. or headed up by Jacob Rees-Mogg. I would imagine so, yeah. They'll never admit it, but... Absolutely not. So, let's go through our scoring system now. Shall we? Why not? Neil, spooky nurse. Why don't you let everyone know what you think about it? Because your opinion really does matter. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, let's what's record your, it your, thoroughly Neil, so the way Neil, back machine picks it up. What's your truth? What My truth is... Um, <clears throat> it's not really very spooky so mm. I'm not sure did this guy get he so he murdered potentially murdered a camera head so some and, guy found a backpack <clears throat> and it had all this stuff in it was this like I'm still not clear right. whether something was this a written story or was there because there was some meme that looked like a like a smiley face or something and there's a load of lost files on the wayback machine the camera heads and there's a still an urban myth about a guy who Found a backpack about somebody said they'd murdered a camera head. And now he's getting stalked by camera head, even though he doesn't know what camera head is. So, do you know what? Like, I can I can go further into this if you want before we go into the scoring. I mean, if there's anything of substance, that's what I'll say. If he's well, yet more visit to the wayback machine, then I think we can give it a miss. Uh... I'm just not sure what's like because just somebody having like a camera sort of implanted in their eyeball. Isn't that terrifying to me? I don't know. Do isn't I can't. Well, it's probably the next step, isn't it? To be honest with you, we all carry them around in our cameras in our phones now. You know, mm. next thing you know, you're gonna have Snapchat in your eyeball. You can Instagram without having to look up. Would but you like, have that glasses? Wouldn't it? I mean, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't have bought Google glasses either. But there's a market for these things. You know, yeah. I wouldn't obsessively hunt down lost creepypasta in the Wayback Machine, but you know. What's the um, what's the first what's the first augmentation that you'd go, do you know what? I'm gonna get it. It'd probably be something practical, like I don't know, like a pacemaker or something like that. Keep me alive for a bit longer. Really really strong hand. Or yeah, a strong hand or like <laughs> um a cyber bladder. Pneumatic buttocks. Yeah, to help you good. help help you get up. You have to sit down somewhere <laughs> uncomfortable for long periods. That's right, it's no problem with my side of the bar, Botox. But just one single one. 
<laughs> yeah, just my favourite. My, I, I see your favourite. You're right, but well, that's so, uh, I couldn't afford both implants. <laughs> it just rolls you over, like a, rolls you over <laughs> yeah. like a beetle. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Popping so come up. on, give, give me a score then. Right, spookiness. Um. I'm. Yeah. Two. There's just nothing. There's just nothing. Two. There. So I'm going to go a bit higher because the I. So the the idea. That there are these kind of uh so we don't know what they're up to are that you know they follow follow people around um the fact that that you know they're sort of cyborgs you know possibly i'm kind of going with them having cameras for like cameras inserted in their eyes rather than yeah rather a, than a head yeah. a big yeah a big like it's more amusing but yeah. a big like kodak on their shoulders um yeah and you know kind of what are they up to you know is it government or is it some sort of shady underground thing or you know aliens or what so the fact we don't know what they're doing they're surveilling people they've got weird technology they apparently stalk people uh you know that's not i'm I'm gonna give it a five now so believability well uh I don't think it's terribly difficult to believe that we could currently have technology which enabled some sort of retinal camera to exist. I don't think like it's not it's not so out there and far in the future that it's you know if you if you kind of work on the assumption that maybe the government which I don't necessarily, but if you did work with this, actually, that the government maybe has technology 10 years ahead of what it says it has, then it's believable enough. Um, I would think it would be more useful with soldiers and that kind of stuff, really, rather than sort of people creeping about. Yeah. And because um, the blowback of any of this getting out or... Um, you know, all the all the costs involved in doing it really would, you know, from a sort of risk cost basis. Like, what you know, what what's the benefit of looking at, you know, what what you've got CCTV cameras everywhere. Like, what it'd be well, good. You for can us. have covert cameras, can't you? You don't necessarily mm. need to track it in someone's eyeball. I mean, it'd be useful. One away useful, in a pen or a whatever. It'd be useful in a soldier or a spy or whatever, but. um just to kind of watch members of the public and stuff. I don't really. So I think believability, like could the technology exist? I, you know, it could possibly Um to, you know, where would it be used? It'd be used for military applications because everything is, Um are, you know, would it be used to kind of, um to, to, um, do covert operations on someone who's on 4chan? I don't think so. So I'm, I'm going to give it a five because the technology isn't completely outrageous. Neil? Fair enough. Um, I mean, yeah, technology potentially there, but then you've got to buy into the whole sort of like, you know, there's this vast conspiracy and all the rest of it. Um, and it's just a bit of creepy pasta. So I think it's a bit lower for me. I mean, yeah, it's potentially some, something like conspiracy, but, you know, frankly, if you want to use Covert surveillance. There's lots of opportunities to do that. There's, you know, there's already stuff that exists. So it's going to be a three for me, I think. 
Three. Okay, narrative reach, Neil. No, sorry, premise. Narrative, narrative premise. premise. Um, I mean, yeah, again, a bit like the, the, the Djibouti one last week. It's kind of, um, there's not loads there, so I kind of, I guess it, um, there's a bit of a mystery, so you could, you know, you could work this up a little bit. So, I mean, I kind of, I, rather than the kind of military angle that you're going from or some spy thing, I think I quite like, the, the notion that there may be something where people were sort of trying to augment themselves and it was like some... Maybe they were born or whatever. Or, yeah, or, you know, sort of a fusing of genetics and technology. Yeah, maybe um, the next step of evolution. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the next step of evolution is... The next step uh, of evolution, you know, it can, he could process images in his eyeball or something, and it's... Yeah, put it onto like an SSD card. Yeah, it just becomes ludicrously outdated. Um, <laughs> ten years time, he's still got, he's got a massive <laughs> slot on the back of his head which pumps out beta maxes. Yeah, or f- five inch, five five inch floppies. Yeah, or just you know, yeah, having a yeah, like a eight millimeter camera, just like <laughs> into your skull or something. Yeah, with a reel to reel instead of a mohawk. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I think you could have some fun with this. It's some sort of like um, weird cyberpunk mm. stroke kind of body fetish horror thing. I, I think Cronenberg could do do a number with this or something like that. You know, you could you could do some quite good body horror movie. So I think there's a there's a reasonably rich narrative um, vein there, and it's quite open. So there's not a lot to it as it stands, and we need to cut out edit out all of the shite about the Wayback Machine. But yeah, that's, take the, no, that's the meat of the story. No, it's some really tedious, like that's fucking radio. Some internet detective just hunting the wayback machine for fucking that's it. Uh, an that's, hour, that's and the then heart. nothing happens. That's the heart of the story. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. 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 I. I. I prefer some sort of like Cronenberg, like body horror thing. So, I, but ba- you know, based on you could do something cool with that. I mean, it'd be very much like video drone, basically, wouldn't it? So, um, yeah, I'll give it a six on that basis. Well, weirdly, now that I'm just thinking, because we were talking about Black Mirror earlier, they did an episode of Black Mirror, I think in the first series, where people's eyes did record everything and then they could... Yes, you could play back any argument or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he figured out that his kid wasn't his by the end of it, like his wife had had an affair or something, which he didn't... Yeah, I vaguely recall him. He realised his wife's having an affair or something. And that his kid probably wasn't his. Um... So I mean, yeah, I mean that, that there's, yeah, there's a clearly a narrative premise there because it's been done. Um, I mean, what when, when was that episode? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know how long has Black Mirror been going on. Uh, it was one of the ones on Channel Four, wasn't it? Um, yeah, that was the first one. Yeah. So I don't know. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. So maybe okay. not. Maybe he stole it from this. Well, undoubtedly, yeah. Undoubtedly, he's very internet, isn't he? Hanging out on the chance, yeah. Yeah, that's where Charlie Brooker hangs out. Um, again, if he if he want, chooses to deny it, then that's fine. Give him a right to reply. But um, so yeah, I think do you know what? Like, there's room for a bit of a backstory here because there isn't really one. Yeah. So whether it be military, whether it be a weird cult, would be techno cult, like the the. I don't know. Like it's not like I said earlier. Kind of making a, an equivalency between the eye and a camera isn't particularly original, no. any more than a mouth and a speaker is. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I'm just. Oh wait, get... Chris, speaker mouths. We can speaker be big mouth. on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
get that. Let's get that one rolling. Yeah, lovely. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna give it a, a straight down a middle five. Yeah. Uh, and reach. Well, not massive. It's on like if like you can find a fair bit about it on the internet, but it's a creepypasta one, and it's kind of more really about people trying to mostly also about people trying to find it and that kind of stuff. So outside of people who are very online, it won't be known particularly. Um, you know, there's been a lot of kind of sort of individuals who have done bits of kind of art sort of stuff on it. But again, a camera, you know, on a body isn't, isn't, you know, particularly unlike deviant art isn't particularly big reach or original so i think the reach is quite small so i'm afraid i'm gonna give this one a two now yeah um probably fairly similar for me i mean it's 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 something where people are obsessed with this stuff are going to be still obsessed with it but i don't think yeah and there's just not enough to it really i think it's going to get much broader and it's just you know, it, it lives on the internet, so it has its own bit of fandom there. But I, I, I've never heard of it, and I, I don't think if you ask ninety-nine people, well, hundred people on the street, I think ninety-nine of them would never clue what you're talking about. So More yeah, for me. What'd you get to? Yeah. So that's a nice low thirty urban legend points. Um, yeah, but it's uh, I don't know. I found it quite amusing. Well, it was something a bit different. I mean, I quite I like the concept. I just it was just a bit too way back machine oriented for me. But uh, yeah, no, I, I like I, I like the concept. I didn't think there was enough of that. Um, and I know that's the kind of thing you crave. So I'm uh, really into I'm really into sort of yeah, uh, internet ar- archival archive politics. So yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to try and do a few more of those in the next few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just make that the, the head of the pod. You know, the podcast really trend in that direction. Well, why not, hey? Why not? But we'll, let's we'll... let's rename it What's on the Wayback Machine? <laughs> Lacuna in the Wayback Machine. What we weren't able to find. St- on the stuff Wayback I remembered machine. from 20 years ago, but I couldn't find on the Wayback Machine. <laughs> we could do, we'll, we'll do did that. I, did a... I misremember or is it a conspiracy? <laughs> Pro- do... Probably the former. We'll do it as a Patreon. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so if you've, if you've got any concrete pasta or anything you want us to look at, then... You can email us at herb.legends.podcast at gmail.com. I know you won't. Uh, and please leave, a, leave us a, you know, a review or a subscribe or a score. Um, that would be helpful because we don't really get any of them. And uh, it does help other people find the podcast. You know, from our point, you know, from our point of view, why not share the suffering with others? <laughs> Yeah, I can say if you liked it, then do that. But more to the point, if you didn't like it, well, you know, why not just, you know, spread out that uh, pain yeah. that you felt having to listen to that nonsense and, you know, make a, problem... a five-star review to lure someone else into it. You know? Exactly. Misery loves company, as they say, yeah. and a, a problem shared as a problem halved. Um, but that's it for this week's episode. Uh hope whatever you're doing this week, you have a nice time, and I hope it's getting I'm not really bothered, or... to be honest with you. No, Neil really couldn't give a shit. Um, I, I, I do though. I, I really care, and uh, I hope that um, the weather's all right where you are, and um, like where I am, you're starting to get a nice, and you know, it's getting a bit nice, nicer in the evenings, and so after work you can get out and run round the park, or walk a dog, or steal a dog and chase it round the park. Um, Lucrative business that dog theft. Yeah. 
Well, that's what we're doing when we finish, aren't we? Do you need a side hustle, kids? Yeah, dog still matters. dogs. That's dog the way. Yeah. yeah, the police, the, do you know what? The police aren't bothered. I can, I can give a shit. I've got better things to do. They, 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 barely, happens, but, you know. they, they can barely be bothered with human kidnapping, let alone yeah. dog napping. So uh, they will just suggest that the person pays a ransom and yeah. they will not follow up any inquiry. So little tip for you there, but yeah. don't tell them that we told you. And no. that'll be it for this week. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Antenna, server, USB, Wi-Fi, chip and pin, busy bit.